This is your host, Nick Riley, and you're listening to the One Day Advice Podcast. Together, we're going to take a ride inside the world of personal finance. I'm going to give you a fully transparent, behind-the-scenes look into the financial services industry, helping you to optimize your financial life along the way. I'm very excited about today's episode. As part of a much-anticipated series around crypto and digital assets, I wanted to start with what I believe will be the easiest concept to understand in the crypto world. And it could also become a first step that people take to gaining some exposure to crypto assets. Since it's less volatile than traditional crypto assets that you hear about like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, and others. So let me ask you this. Do you have cash on hand that you don't know what to do with? Are you tired of getting next to nothing uh, worth of interest from your bank? If so, uh, today you're going to be very excited to hear that I'm going to be discussing the concept of stable coins and why it may be a great alternative to cash reserves that you have on hand, how you can begin to start earning interest today on your cash, and finally, the potential risk involved in this asset class. And as of this recording, we're talking about a 7% annualized interest rate or more that is being accrued daily and paid out monthly through this alternative cash strategy. Do I have your attention now? Good, because first I have to add in an important disclaimer. All opinions expressed by me are solely my own opinion and do not reflect the opinion of one day advice. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment or financial decisions. I simply cannot know each of your individual financial situations, risk tolerance, or level of financial literacy. And it's important to note, too, that my clients may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. And investment management services are offered through One Day LLC, a registered investment advisory firm that I do own. So what is a stablecoin? A stablecoin is a class of cryptocurrencies that attempts to offer price stability and is backed by a reserve asset. So stablecoins have really gained traction as they attempt to offer the best of both worlds, uh, like instant processing and security or privacy of payments of crypto and and also offer volatility-free stable valuations of fiat currencies. So We aren't going to go into details in this episode on the differences between fiat and crypto, uh, but it is important to note that there are three types of stable coins. Uh, Fiat collateralized stable coins, which are maintained by a fiat reserve currency like the US dollar, for instance. There's also crypto collateralized stable coins, which are backed by other cryptocurrencies. And then there are non-collateralized or algorithmic stable coins. And what we're going to be discussing today is mainly the fiat collateralized stable coins. So these are stable coins that are pegged to, uh, in this case, the US dollar, but it can be pegged to the yuan or other fiat currencies as well. So what is staking? Now, There are plenty of confusing definitions on the web about the concept of staking. However, I believe it's easiest to explain the concept of making a simple bank deposit. So if you walk into a bank and deposit $1,000, for instance, 
you'll receive a receipt that shows proof of deposit and you'll be able to log in to your account online and see your balance in the form of a digital dollar. Uh, you will also be able to withdraw that money uh, when needed. And the bank will then use your money and other people's deposits to lend to individuals and businesses. This can be in the form of a mortgage on a home for individuals or households. It can be in the form of business loans or personal loans. Uh, but it's important to know that when you deposit money with a bank, they are in turn lending out that money. And they are doing so at an interest rate that they are receiving. So they are being paid uh, by borrowers to lend out money. And the bank keeps a certain amount of cash in reserve to fulfill any withdrawals that people may make out of their accounts. And those reserves are not high enough for all people to withdraw at the same time. So banks offer more interest on accounts that provide a longer period of deposit, like a certificate of deposit, otherwise known as, as a CD, uh, or a high yield savings account. This is why your checking account pays next to nothing or nothing at all, because it's, it's mainly being used to pay off living expenses and bills on a monthly basis. So if you have a high yield savings account, you might have a restriction on how many times you can withdraw from that account on a monthly basis. I know, for instance, like Discover's high yield savings account, uh, they offer you six withdrawals per month. Uh, anything in excess of that, you will have to pay a small fee for. Uh, meanwhile, your checking accounts will typically allow uh, any number of withdrawals. And stable coins act very similar, except you are doing all of this through a digital asset custodian or exchange. When you deposit the US dollar, uh, it can be converted into a form of a digital dollar like USDC, which is a digitalized uh, US dollar or USDT. There's also GUSD. There's all these different types of stable coins pegged one-to-one -to, -one to the US dollar. And by that, I mean, when you have uh, 100 GUSD currency, that is exchangeable for 100 US dollars uh, in real currency. So it's going to remain stable. Uh, it's not going to fluctuate. It's always going to be pegged to the value of a dollar uh, or whatever fiat currency you're being pegged to. And once deposited, the custodian or exchange will lend that money out in the form of collateralized debt, meaning someone has to deposit a certain value worth of digital assets in order to take out a loan. And these collateralized loans range in cost, depending on how much collateral you put up, just like when you're mortgaging a home, uh, as the home itself is used as collateral that the bank can seize if you don't make payments on that loan. So to recap, by converting US dollar to a stable coin digital currency pegged to the US dollar, you are depositing money that the custodian lends out and pays you a portion of the interest that is charged to borrowers. That is how you are making interest on your deposits. And I want to you know, touch on a few other points of information and risks. So with banks, a, a traditional bank in this case, you pay for FDIC insurance. 
in the form of interest that is not paid to you. That is why you are getting such a low interest rate on your deposits with a traditional bank. You know, some of that is being used towards uh, the actual insurance uh, through the FDIC. And it's also harder for banks to seize collateral than it is for crypto custodians. So a bank, if they need to seize collateral, they are oftentimes, you know, that's done through a foreclosure of a home. If someone isn't making their mortgage payments uh, or is you know, far behind on those payments, they might be at a risk of foreclosure. So that bank has to go through the whole court order process to seize that asset. And that can take months. Uh, whereas a crypto custodian, they require other crypto assets as a form of collateral. And it's a form of collateral that they have custody over. So if someone isn't able to pay the interest on these loans, they're easily able to seize the assets from that individual uh, that is borrowing from them. So I think that is an important concept to understand uh, because with, I mean, there is still a risk to, to depositing money within a traditional bank. Uh, however, you have that insurance covered, whereas stable coins are not insured by the FDIC. The underlying reserve of US dollar that is pegged to this, this stable coin is, however, insured. So in the case of Gemini, which is a, a crypto custodian or digital asset custodian, uh, they are required to have a one-to-one -one ratio of US dollars in reserve to their GUSD token. And the underlying US dollars that are held in the bank as reserve are FDIC insured. So really the biggest risk to putting your money into a stable coin is the risk of a large drop in overall cryptocurrencies that are being collateralized. So if a borrower is, is putting up Bitcoin as collateral and it, it drops significantly, well, that digital custodian is going to require more collateral or a much larger payment in order to get them up to a point where they have enough collateral to satisfy their debt. So this leads me to kind of the, the practical use of stable coins. So there are various digital asset custodians out there, uh, one of which you'll probably recognize the most in Coinbase because it is publicly traded. But another custodian is Gemini based out of New York City. And then there are also exchanges like BlockFi and, and many others that, that you can uh, build or open up and earn account through. And that tends to be the lingo in the industry for uh, a kind of a, a cash alternative. So you set up an earn account where you are able to stake your US dollar on the form of a digital US dollar uh, or Bitcoin, Ethereum, or other digital assets. Uh, when you stake them, you are essentially putting them into an earn account where you're going to receive interest from those custodians. And today I'm going to outline one particular use case uh, in, and I'm going to use Gemini, 
the New York City-based digital asset custodian that I mentioned, uh, which is founded by the Winklevoss twins that were responsible for the origination of Facebook, uh, but have since made their fortunes from being early crypto adopters. So they have founded Gemini, and it's one of the more prominent and recognizable uh, crypto custodians in the industry today. And full disclosure, uh, I am an independent wealth manager and financial planner, and I do have an institutional account with Gemini that I'm able to hold and manage digital assets on behalf of my clients uh, to manage their crypto and digital assets. And I don't receive any form of compensation from them, uh, much like the traditional custodians I use like Schwab and TD Ameritrade for more traditional asset classes. So in the case of Gemini, you can simply go to gemini.com slash earn uh, to learn more about this key concept. Uh, but it's important to note that that when investing in these stable coins, uh, they are being pegged one-to-one to the US dollar. And Gemini, for instance, they have a a reserve uh, and they're audited on a monthly basis to make sure they they maintain that one-to-one ratio of GUSD to US dollar. And they are also regulated and insured. So Gemini is a US company regulated by the New York Department of Financial Services. uh, And the underlying reserves are eligible for FDIC insurance up to $250,000 per user while custodied with State Street Bank and Trust. So they use State Street for their their cash reserves. And as of this recording, Gemini is currently offering 7.4% interest accrued daily, but paid out monthly in uh, their GUSD stablecoin. So when you convert your US dollar to GUSD uh, in their earn account, they will be offering you 7.4% as of this recording. So if you're sitting on a lot of cash, it may be worth exploring and learning more about this strategy Uh, because even a 10% cash allocation to this alternative strategy would bring your overall interest received on cash to a level above any high yield savings account at a a traditional bank. So if you're getting 7.4 interest on this cash and you put a 10% allocation to it, you're essentially getting 0.74% overall on your overall cash allocation. So this is a great way to reduce the amount of exposure you have into this cash alternative. Uh, I would not recommend putting 100% of your cash into this, uh, nor should you be taking my advice uh, via the podcast as personalized advice, as I mentioned in the disclaimer earlier in this episode. Uh, but you know, in closing, it's, it's important to be prudent and do your due diligence before committing to a strategy like this. If you don't understand the risk involved, simply don't implement it. You should not be investing in something that you don't fully understand. I look forward to being able to educate you and the rest of my listeners on the ins and outs of crypto and digital assets. Uh, It's definitely a growing topic these days. And as a owner of an independent wealth management firm uh, that is built for the digital age, I see it as my responsibility to be better educated on it myself, but also educate others who are potentially exploring 
uh, crypto as an additional asset class to you know, traditional equities or stocks and fixed income or bonds. Uh, it's definitely a growing asset class that will be discussed for years to come. Uh, so I'm looking forward to educating more people around this. So uh, looking forward to catching you on the next episode. Hi, I'm Nick Riley, the founder of One Day Advice. If you like what you've heard, we'd greatly appreciate your help in spreading the word. After all, we are financial educators, not marketers. Thanks for listening and remember to leave us a review. Nick Riley is the founder of One Day Advice, an independent fiduciary and fee-only registered investment advisor. Nick serves as a wealth advisor and educator to his clients. All opinions expressed by Nick and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinion of One Day Advice. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment or financial decisions.